You're listening to Dancing With Ourselves, a totally rad 80 podcast. Tonight, what we're doing, focus on you, right, Jimmy? I think so, yeah. Tonight yeah. Is, a, is a focus on me. Focus up here, up here, up here, guys. I won't look at your breasts. <laughs> I do have man boobs a little bit, though. So I know you pretty well, right? I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are the oldest member, one of the oldest members in our kid club, if you will. I'll say kid club when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Our, our pack of rats, whatever we want to call it. What's your first memory of the 80s as a young person? That's interesting because I've asked that question of other people, and now it's being pointed at me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a couple of things come to mind. Okay, so right when you asked me that, two things came to mind. The first thing that came to mind was the Challenger exploding. Paul, was that eighty four? Eighty six. Oh, it's eighty six. Wow. Well, then I'm I then, pretty sure. Then I must be having a false memory, thinking it was earlier in the eighties. But that's the eighties, nonetheless. But I remember that in the eighties for sure. The other thing was Dad's wedding because I got oh yeah blitz what drunk with Rich yeah, and I was rolling around in the back of the suburban. Oh drunk and i like i can remember that and i remember having a headache the next day and i was in third grade i think what yeah so yeah, yeah you guys were and you were like you know i mean you know if you think about it we knew we knew our step siblings for about a year and a half right i don't really right. remember how how long they they courted each other if you will but uh, it was definitely 82 <laughs> when they got married um and we all went to the wedding oh yeah and, and me and yeah, rich so, me and Rich would uh, stick our heads under the little wine fountain or champagne fountain thing, and then we were going around drinking all the champagne from the leftover glasses, you know. And, and they, we were just allowed to do it because hey, it's a festive night. Everyone was dancing around, and, and nobody was paying attention. To <clears throat> nobody the kids. was paying attention to the kids. No, and um, I just remember. I, I wonder if Rich remembers it this way too. Uh, it, I remember being in the suburban. <laughs> Going back to the apartment. Remember the apartment? I do. Yeah. Yeah. You must have been in that vehicle. That I, re- I remember going. I remember flashes of that wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I do not remember the. I remember like getting out of the car. I remember get, being dressed up mm-hmm. and certain things. But yeah, you would definitely remember way more than. So I yeah. So I remember that. So you're talking about first memories of the. 80s. I'm trying to remember like 80, 81, 82. I can't really place it. I do remember listening to Eddie Murphy Comedian, the cassette tape. That had to have been like 1981, 82, 83, somewhere around there. Was that raw? Was that no, the- no, it's called Comedian. It's a, oh. it, it's the one he did, I think, in Don't Hold Me to This, but I think he was in New York City at a club and they recorded it and it's the one where he talks about it, here's what I remember. He talks about like in 1980 and 81, he talks about Reagan being shot, Sadat. He talks about the Pope. Remember, he says, The Pope got shot. Why you yeah. shoot the Pope? The Hell Express, you know? Uh-huh. Figure I'm going to hell. I'm going to take the Hell Express. Anyway, I don't. 83. Okay. 83. Okay. So the, that's about like if I'm segregating memories and spitting them at you right now. Without a conversation, that's what's jumping out at me right now. Cool. 
So yeah. some cool comedy. You remember a wedding. Mm-hmm. You remember. And uh, for our listeners, it's a wedding. It's a remarriage of our dad. Both mm-hmm. our dad and our moms got remarried. But that is, uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting to like go to your parents' wedding, isn't it? it you know, I, I don't. Have you ever thought about how weird that is? Like watching a wedding? Usually, that's well, not well that I think the think only of. weirdness you're 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 focusing on is that it's your parents' wedding. So how could you possibly be at your parents' wedding? You know what I mean? Yeah. Traditionally, yeah, you're right? still in the ball sack of your father at the wedding. Traditionally, right? traditionally, <laughs> traditionally, yes, right. Or in a ball sack. <laughs> Did you guys go to your to your mom's when she remarried? Okay, interesting. So. Totally That's, different experience, too, yeah, right? It was compl- backyard. So now I'm going to shift memories because there's two different existences and worlds. We've talked about this before, right? So I do remember mom's – I wouldn't call it a wedding. I, well, maybe it is. It's a wedding. It was in the apartment. I remember it. You sure it wasn't in the backyard of the rental house? Or am I manufacturing a memory? No, this, this, I – if I if, if I'm remembering correctly, they got married. Mom married got married at that apartment before moving to the rental house. Yeah, I don't okay. recall. Like that would be something in the neighborhood. I think. Yeah, I, I would hope I would recall. And I I I, um, I I think I have a mem- vivid memory of this. It was in that. Do you remember that apartment, Eric? The one where you used to run up and down the hallway, and we'd sit in there and laugh at you. That you know, here he comes, coming around the streak. Yeah, I remember two things: the streak dance. Mm -hmm. Remember what was that? uh, That comedian he'd on the records is they call him the streak, and he would do musical comedy. I can't remember his name. It's like whatever his name is. He's a famous musical comedian. I remember that, and I remember our stepdad making me. Um, homemade uh, parachutes like out of a handkerchief mm-hmm. and I'd throw my action figures you know like make them parachutes and they'd fall down the stairs to the to the bottom of the What's whatever the- apartment we were on okay because we were on the bottom floor <laughs> I, mean, I, I would probably climb up is what I'm getting at so would, you would go outside at, yeah there was a two-level apartment I remember ro- throwing them down and mm. watching them parachute down those are like the two memories I remember of that you know place. it's funny you say that right now and I can't re- ever remember somebody being above us in that apartment you know now that you mentioned that uh, I think I remember the stairs in the front and there was another level above it but uh, here's some memories from there. So, like black rock, there are black iron stairs. Yes, right? yes, and that's where you got stu- you stuck your foot in the red ant hill in that, that uh, those apartments, and they got all over. I'm pretty sure. No. no, am I wrong? I think now I know where that is. That was definitely at the rental house. I know but, it that was the, at the foot in the ants was. Yep. Oh. Oh, okay. Because right. I was, I, it, yeah. I mean, next to the kerosene and the fireplace and foot was up. I'm 100% okay. sure All that right. was yeah, you're, the rental you, house. You would know that better than me, near, of course. Yeah. Behind Josh's house. Yeah. Yeah. But here's here's a couple of memories I have at that apartment. Um, like, uh, so before we had a VCR, because we didn't have a VCR until Butch got one at the rental house. That's where, and Flash Gordon was the first movie I saw. And that's where I first saw a, a VCR and a VHS played I, that I can recall. Um, okay. I used cool. to watch Duke's Hazard, one of the TV shows I used to, because when I was younger like that, in the early, early 80s, man, flannel shirt, flannel long sleeve shirt, jeans. I had a little tiny buck knife that I thought I was badass with, you know, on my belt loop right there. I think Butch gave it to me. And um, 
I guess I was going to be one of the the Duke brothers, I guess, at that age, right? So I used to watch the, the Dukes of Hazard, and I got the broad idea to take my little tape player and I recorded the episode audio, and then I'd play it back and listen to it like a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. It, I, I never really thought about it then, but I'd play like the episode back when I was sitting in my room, like, you know, reading a book or looking at a magazine or book or something. And I'd play that in the background, almost like a podcast. I remember that probably like six months to a year ago, that memory. I was like, Oh yeah, I used to fucking do that. I had this little tiny plastic kind of tape player thing. I would, I, I'm not going to go as far as to call it one of those like child Fisher price type, but it was, not quite like a boombox or anything like that, you know what well, I mean? Well, was it kind of like the, remember those tape recorders? Almost had a handle, and and yeah. uh, it was about you know the uh, big as a book. Yeah, and it had at least an ejector and some four or five buttons. And right, and I remember it having like round edges on it, so it looked it, like almost it could be like an old black and white TV, like a you know like that that kind of shape. But anyway, um, that. And, uh, yeah, and then obviously playing outside, you know, we lived very close when we were at mom's house because that's back when we used to go half the week at mom's, half the Mm -hmm. week at dad's, you know, back that time. Um, I sometimes, very few times, mama let me walk to school, you know, because the school wasn't very far. I forget. I want to say you did remind me. Huh. Did you, I? I always went to one singular school. I believe early in the custody battle days, uh, when they were still kind of figuring out, you went to two different schools, didn't you? Yeah. Like you went to a school near like that. How weird was that? Tell me how that was. Like you literally some days you went well. To there, is, I, I do school. have a funny memory and a thing about that. I remember. I think I'm in second or third. Grade, ah, shit. it was one of those second or third grade. Elementary so, school, yeah. So I went to an <laughs> elementary school in in kindergarten, then I went to another elementary school for first through third, and then by then we were at dad's fourth through on. So, but the these DeKalb County Elementary School I was at, I want to say it was called Stone Mill. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I remember the name of that. Yeah, and I remember. Uh, we had to write down our address and I literally didn't know where my address was. <laughs> like I, I was sitting in my, in my head going, what address where I don't know which one I write. Yeah. I remember thinking that. Uh, so that was kind of, um, yeah. Stone mill elementary school. Wow. Josh is bringing it up on the old Google. But uh, that would have been late se- uh, later 70s into the early 80s. It st- oh, dude, I remember this. And dad used to go there and do like the drug talks for the school. He'd do that. I remember. Oh, he, he did that all. I mean, I think I he did that through most of our like. The, yep. I remember he do the dare, bring in the case full of Give drugs, out the stickers. Put, hey, dude, put that a was, kid in handcuffs. That was a big thing, man. Yeah. That was before dare, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That wasn't the Dare program, if you will. That was something he did. He would come in and bring that drug kit and do a drug talk. I, I wonder how many kids ended up looking at those and being like, "That's pretty cool. I want to do that." <laughs> you know, like, can I? Can I see more of those drugs? So it went, the, like, it went the other way instead of prevention. Yeah, it was like, encouragement. What do the blue like, ones do again? What, what do those do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. 
Yeah, that's there you go. That's probably my earliest memory. And then I have a bunch of memories of playing in the creek with a couple of friends there. We always used to go catch crawdads in the creek, that kind of stuff. So I was a very, very active outdoorsy at that age, for sure. So if we move into then, you know, we're kind of in our set ways. You and I were going back and forth. Um, you're now kind of, we're established. We've met Josh. We've met some friends. Um, you're the older kid in the neighborhood. You're one of two older kids in the neighborhood at this kind of time I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what's it like being the older kid? Well, okay. That's, I think that's interesting because, uh, again, this is another example of the two existences. I'm, I know you said on one of the last episodes, you were the middle kid, but I was actually the middle kid in that house until Chris was born. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the middle sibling over there. I'm the oldest sibling over here. And the oldest in the pack, if you right, will, right? Right, right, right. So I kind of feel like I that's where I kind of started, I don't know, maybe leading. I would say that because I mean, I as I remember it, I kind of made a lot of decisions for us kids in the in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like I would say, let's go do this or let's go do that. And we'd go do that thing. Right. You know, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Yeah. So I I just kind of remember being now here's what I don't remember. I don't ever remember wearing that on my sleeve. Like, Hey, I'm the oldest kid in this neighborhood type thing. I really don't remember doing that. Yeah. I'm the leader type thing. No, I remember, I remember it being like, what are we going to do? And it was like, well, what's Jimmy? You know, it was kind of like, what's Jimmy and Jamie? Those were what do they the think? two things. Yeah. Right? Jimmy, Jamie, that you were the big kids. Yeah, sure. It looked like, hey, what are we going to do? Are we going in the woods today? Mm-hmm. Are we going on a hike? Are we going to play? It's kind of like mm-hmm. whatever you guys said. We're like, sounds great to me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That was a good time. So, I, I don't know. I can't really say I had a feeling about it other than I do remember kind of maybe thinking about like, uh, oh, well, we'll just go do what we're going to do and they'll follow type thing. Maybe I thought that in those earlier days with, with me and Jamie, I'm, I'm like fourth, fifth grade at that point. Um, because I want to say it was around fifth grade when he left the neighborhood, somewhere around there, summer of the fifth grade, somewhere like that. Um, Really, man, I, my brain says it was like, yeah, no, eighth was, grade, closer yeah. to high school. Yeah, no, I was, I, I kind of felt that way too. I always kind of felt like, but then again, you know, we were younger kids, so mm-hmm. looking up to the, you don't really, I don't think we kind of even put it was just they were the bigger kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought he was like in eighth grade when he left, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. teenager. I thought early teens, that's kind of what I know. He, he left at. right after we moved over to the uh, other house, but didn't he come back? To, I think he came like, back didn't to he visit. Come and visit. Yeah, yeah. I just remember. But that. it was That's it wasn't I, like uh, I don't remember him coming back and staying. Okay. You know? uh, yeah. So was that it was part that, of the divorce. Do you know if it was part of divorce? With well, I mean, well? he went to live back with his father in Massachusetts. That's what it was, and I and his mom and yeah, sister, I, do, I don't stay. I don't know any nuance there. Yeah. Um, I don't know why exactly. Um, yeah. I just remember when he left and, you know, quite frankly, that was my best friend. You know, I mean, that was yeah. pretty much my only friend. You Did know? you keep up with him at all after he uh, left or was it? Not really. No. Back in that day, it was kind of hard. No, no. He left the no. state. It was, well, you're we, dead to me later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, saw, I saw him again when, we, when I was a teenager before the army. And then um, just recently, I reconnected with him about half a year ago, nine months ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Does he want to come on the podcast? No. 
<laughs> yeah, I think, I think no, I'm just kidding, Jamie. If you ever hear this, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that I, I just think that he doesn't want to be on a podcast. I think that's what it is. And I respect that. I mean, you know, it's a crazy freaking idea to a lot of people to sit here and just talk into the ether. Like some people would ask for what purpose, right? Right. And because we could be just literally talking to ourselves. <laughs> we know we have some good. Li- uh, we have a couple of listeners. We know that for sure. Um, it's the name of the podcast. It's <laughs> exactly. We're, we're just Talk. dancing with ourselves, man. That's all yeah. we're doing here. So. Yeah. So that's uh, that that'll probably take to the mid 80s or so, because by the time the mid 80s rolled around, we we're at dad's full time living there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was our home where we were resided. And then we came and visited mom. So it was, the dynamic did change a little bit. I don't know about you, Eric. I didn't. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I recognize that dynamic like, oh, we're only going to be over at our mom's house for every other weekend and half the summer when it was half the week and half the week. And I don't remember feeling that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a pissy eyed little boy. So I cried all the time. I I know that I, I kind of like, it hit me pretty good. Yeah. Well, I remember it. Me too. Cause I would, I would ask, I didn't have any similar days or weeks, but you just go play outside the whole summer and, Jimmy and Eric, are they coming tomorrow? When do they come? You know, shut <laughs> shut up and go outside, idiot. No, they're not going to be here for another two weeks. So, you know, are they? Yeah, because there was a time there was a time where we were doing weekly, and mm-hmm. then I remember, you know, the other the other kids came along, and it was hard, and it was more of like let's let's make that every two no, weeks. No, it was after the custody battle was over, and that just so happened to be over at the time we're talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean that custody the custody thing went on for years. I don't remember I don't know, maybe a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe. A year, maybe a year and a half. So how did like you that. how did you get over? Did did your mom go get you or were you dropped off? And if you were dropped off, was it a culture shock to your, <laughs> your dad and your stepmom? <laughs> no, uh no, uh mostly my mom, mom would come pick up. us up. And, and my mom would come pick us up on Friday and then drop us off on Sunday. Yeah. Six p- six PM. You know what I, I I know this is about you, but did you ever feel that feeling when you went like it was just an undescribable feeling? I don't even know how to describe it, but being a kid and it's like four thirty on Sunday rolls around five o'clock, and she it's like I have to go back. Yeah, and we would be watching like some cool kung fu theater thing. And it was like oh the curtains closing and that just sinking feeling. I don't know if it. That it was for me. That's what I lived with every fucking weekend. Yeah. It felt like yeah. similar, so, similar yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call. I, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't call it a. For me, I wouldn't call it a sinking feeling. Uh, but definitely that kind of this is over and we're going back now. You and know? to our listeners, going back meant what? Well, I knew on well, Sunday. You knew exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sun, <laughs> Sunday, we were going I'm to the offices. You. Yeah, we yeah. were going to the offices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not only was the weekend at a close, the work week just fucking started. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but in all honesty, that became a rhythm of life to where you didn't. Oh, at least for me. It wasn't, uh, oh, we're going to the offices now. It was kind of an, I had already accepted it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is what we do at this time of the evening right now on this day. This is just what we do. So on Sunday evenings, we're cleaning. On Wednesday evenings, we're cleaning. 
on two, and eventually it cha- it changed and it morphed. It started with just that, and then it started with then the Monday garbages, and then the Tuesday and Thursday garbages. So by the yeah. time by the time I'm running the offices when Rich and Fred are gone, and it's me, you, uh, Chris. Some amalgamation of somebody else. Probably, yeah, right? I don't. I don't really remember Tracy going that much at this time that I'm talking about. But maybe, maybe she. Yeah, I, had, yeah. And occasionally we had a a friend of the family like that needed money and they would join in. That's usually when I was running. Okay, that was after by the time I'm talking about. Hold on, hold on. You paid somebody. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. You worked for free, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, Record. But yeah, yeah, that was just, uh, it was kind of like, you know how when you go to work and you might not want to be at work, but you don't sit and dread work because you know you're coming home and you got other things to do. That's kind of how I looked at the offices. It was just our job. And it was our job for a long freaking time. So I kind of, I, I think from a very early age, I accepted that thing and it didn't really, I don't know. And, and, and then there was another angle of the offices, like, it was kind of cool to say you had a job when you were in fucking elementary and middle school, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, 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 yeah. I wasn't, I don't ever remember like making a big deal out of it, but I remember people I was friendly with knew, you know, oh, yeah. He's, right. I do this. Right. But yeah. So, um, but I'd be lying if I said there wasn't tension uh, feelings going back and forth between houses regularly. Of course there was. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a time where, you know, we were always getting in trouble. It seemed like every time we came back, that wasn't fun. Yeah, there was a lot of that. <coughs> but I think that was, you know, we were just, I'll use the word victim. We were a victim of a fight, right? We, two people are fighting and disagreeing. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, I, I kind of. Which is interesting because I'm not sure they saw it that way. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, we're going to bitch, but who's mm-hmm. collateral damage? These two guys, right? Yeah, because me and you used to talk about that shit. I remember when we were younger, we used to talk about that. We'd mention it to each other. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We were like sounding boards for each other, which is why it was really cool. We, we, okay. So as much as I treated you like a like a bitch sometimes, <laughs> you know? That was what, my what, next question is, when did you start feeling bad about treating me like a... a, a uh, I have never felt bad. When did you stop about, beating your wife? Be, yeah, Answer the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, has your mom caught you jerking off in the closet yet? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no, I... Uh, you know... I actually thought I was toughening you up a lot of times, to be honest. I was, like I said, I was a, I was yeah. a pussy. I was a pussy. Yeah. I was a crybaby. I know this. You know, I was a mama's boy. Yeah. Totally one hundred. Now, in all honesty, also, I did obviously torture you too as the older brother. I mean, unneedly punch you in the arm, hold you down, spit on you, that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, push you around, that kind of stuff. I don't think you ever did anything to really hurt. Me, no, though. no, no, no. I mean, I pro- I know I carried it a little too, like tying your <laughs> the bed, the, the fucking bed. Post. Yeah, um, I I remember like when I was a teenager, and that story would come up. I'd be almost not embarrassed, but kind of like, why the fuck did I do that? What's the point? What's the you know what I mean? It, I did yeah. have those kind of thoughts. So in your corner there, if you want to call that guilt, I guess I had some guilty feelings there, but. Um, I never really had remorse about shoving you around and that kind of stuff. I really didn't. And, you know, I'm thinking, I, I 
looking back, I mean, I don't, I, I know what I was like when we were at mom's, it would be summer. We'd be, I mean, when you're at, when we were at mom's, it was summer. We're there for a long time. You know, we kind of adapted into that lifestyle, right? We became different kids, I think. But I remember being like scared more than anything. I was just scared of like, if I have to walk three houses at night, I'm scared that Jimmy's going to scare me. And I was scared of that. <laughs> that was it. It was like, no, uh, Mr. Rackley or or Ricky's dad or whoever. I'd be like, can you walk me home? Because <laughs> I feel like something's going to happen walking three houses up. That was like the biggest fear of me. I wasn't scared of you. I wasn't, I wasn't like, he's going to hurt me. Yeah. Even though you did big brother things. I mean, yeah. I've got kids, right? The yeah. Big brother, little brother. And and they do stuff like that. But I think that's – we were probably par for the course, I would say. I will tell you this. There were a couple of times where I was ready to rip someone's head off for you. You know what I mean? Uh, there was yeah. one time in our neighborhood – I just don't remember the nuance about it. But I remember thinking, oh, you're fucking with my brother? You know, that Ooh. kind of thing. I remember what – those are the rules of the we, tribe, though, right? Yeah. I can do whatever I yeah. want to my brother. You can't do anything to my brother. Yeah. I don't, and, know, and it, yeah. I don't know what that particular instance was. It might pop back in our minds. Mm -hmm. But I remember one where I felt like that – I was, you know, I'm probably 10, 11 years old. Me and Josh, we were at the mm -hmm. arcade, and that freaky change dude that worked the arcade game was, like, touching me. Like remember how? He, like how? He was doing not like, dude. You just said remember, like I know the story. No, no, I'm hearing this, this for okay, the first so time. Here's the story. So okay. the, there was a freaky dude with the change in at his crotch, right? He's uh -huh. giving out quarters. I can even see his face. He had kind of like the '80s bowl cut, big TV Dahmer glasses, um, like TV set Jeffrey Dahmer. Looked glasses, like right? fucking bubbles. From, I kind of yeah. remember this guy at that arcade, and he's yeah. the guy that worked at arcade at the mall mm -hmm. a lot, and we saw him all the time. But I remember I was playing, and mm -hmm. something didn't feel right. He like put his hands on my shoulder and he was like something and i remember and here's what i remember you were like in eighth grade okay maybe? yeah and you were in it was kind of that start of the martial arts clan you were building with mm -hmm. friends maybe the dragons i don't remember if that's who the group was <laughs> but i remember you were seriously into martial arts and you probably could have put a hurting on him right mm -hmm. so uh i just remember going up to you and saying this motherfucker was i, I don't know if it's mm -hmm. this motherfucker but i was like this dude and you like went up and had yeah. a you had a, a posse with you. There was like two or three guys. I don't remember who they were, but you guys threatened to like kick his ass. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, that felt good because he did something to me. He didn't like kiss me or anything, but he was like putting his arms on me and I'm trying to play games and he was just creepy. Yeah. And I remember sharing that with you guys. And Josh, I think you were there. Um, probably my, maybe you were cheering on the dude. I don't know, no, um, <laughs> but you were, uh, you were there. I think we, maybe, you know, we just kind of spurred and then we kind of meet up and play games. Mm -hmm. But I remember going to be like, he did something mm -hmm. and you guys cornered him and stuff. And that guy never, I don't know what, but he never messed with us again. Mm -hmm. Um, just could have been like, I don't know, close to close. To, I could have been on the brink there, but right. uh, could have been on a, on a show. Right. Yeah, I almost, I almost made it on America's Most Wanted Victim or something. I don't know, but uh, but but that's the spirit of what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, even if I was like the older brother that shoved you around, I, there's no way I'd let shit happen to you. Like like a good or a sibling should be with their younger sibling, you know? Yeah, and I, I think it also became a game. It also became a game for me and Eric. We bonded over that over you know the older kids. Like we wanted to be part of that, but we also. 
right, we got to figure out how to avoid it or how to fight back or how to, you know, it was part, it was part of the game of growing up with older people, the tribe. I mean, yeah, you, you shit on the little <laughs> ones to make them tough, right? To get, yeah. You guys remember jumping on the trampoline? Hana, do, set, net. net. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> we, could, yeah. we could count to four in Korean really well. <laughs> yes. And, and somebody, the lightest person, I'll raise my hand, yep. uh, got launched on the double bounce. Double yeah. jump, man. You, yeah. d- you try and Eric, was it you that went the, 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 the springs with legs through the springs? Who? No, you know what? As light as I was, as much as I, like, I could have been tossed around, I rarely got hurt. I was always scared to get hurt, scared of dogs, scared of bees, all that. I was scared, 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 but I rarely got hurt. The yeah. people that got hurt, and I got double bounced and went high. I remember Jimmy mm. double bounced, almost hitting fucking power lines. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, telephone right. lines. <laughs> like yeah. he went so high. We looked up, we were like, holy shit, he almost hit literal power lines from the. And it was like, we probably shouldn't do this here. Are we at that and time then, on a trampoline we shouldn't be on? Are we on. Oh, we're at Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. definitely on that neighbor's. <laughs> and yeah, I want to say there was a time on during a summer maybe where we were out there in the rain jumping on it. Do you, does, is that strike into memory at all? It's ra- It had been. It's raining. I think that it, made it even fu- more fun yeah. because it was slippery and yeah. Yeah. Now that would have been. It's right. like eight, 86, 87, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. You're, I think. Yeah, you're definitely. You know, still fun enough to play around. You're not distancing yourself too much from us. You're still part of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're that to me those those years like eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. Those years, maybe even if I said a little farther up, you know, like maybe eighty six to eighty nine. Dude, those years were like when we were assholes. <laughs> you know, like our group was just this prime age of jerks. Of boys, and we were all boys. There's no girls in that neighborhood that hung around, right? Yeah. If there was, they got yeah. teased. They got balls thrown at them. They got. I mean, we were <laughs> assholes, and it sucked. I'm sure for some of them, but I remember that's when we. To me, that's when we were in bomb making, explosives, lighting, fireworks, fire. yeah, fireworks, anything that you would think mm-hmm. ten to fifteen year old boys would do, they are in it, right? Right. So those were. <laughs> we could have got our hand on real guns we would have had real guns not oh, guns. i mean somebody would have shot themselves right and killed themselves no problem about it we would have someone would have yeah, that's, pro- that's probably a good thing that's although probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the shit we did we still managed nobody lost a finger we keep nobody. saying that we keep saying that over and over and yeah. over however comma there is a lot of peripheral death that came out of that one little neighborhood so who knows i don't i'm not trying to I'm not trying to do causation here or anything. Or- I don't think we caused any of that stuff. I mean, think about it. The people that died that we know, mm-hmm. one was hit by a car, freak accident coming back from school by a, the, the town drunk or whatever he was, right? I heard the- I, I heard that that was a prominent figure in the town. Yes. And he was drunk but- and he got away with it because he's a prominent figure. That's that's I a story I, I heard. Of, that's the story. That's the, that's yeah. the underlying current. But that that person – you know, died because of that, not because, and that person, we didn't really, he was younger than us and even younger than some of the young, I mean, he was almost, that like was Angie's friend. Sisters. Yeah. So he wouldn't have rode with us. I remember Josh being used to hang out because he had like an awesome playroom and his dad had playboys. Um, he'd go over his house. <laughs> That's and he, the only currency this, you need. He had amazing, like his dad had this boatload of porn. Who, uh, who magazines. are we talking 
I can't um, use his name, but I mean, are, are, are we, we hey, are, are we going to, Hey, will are, you, we'll be, I'll beep him out. It was, uh, behind my house. I don't gotcha, remember his gotcha, last gotcha, name. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. you're right. Mm-hmm. But I remember his freaking basement or whatever that was in his house. We, uh, for some reason, you and I went over that house and played a handful of times for some mm-hmm. reason. And it was like, dude, you've got an awesome basement. He had like a bar down there. And I just remember I would snoop. And that was like, Josh, check these out. And they were just <laughs> yeah. playboys, you know? <laughs> Get them. Let's go put them in the mailbox in the <laughs> yeah. woods. Yeah. It was like, I kind of felt like we were using him to get to the playboys. <laughs> there's, there's no question that we no wanted question, to go in that right. game room. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I, I don't know. It was like a game. He might have had a ping pong table, but I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, right? Because it was like, this guy's got a bar down here and all this cool stuff. Are we not going to talk about Richard? Uh, it's public record now, right? Well, I saw his mugshot in a Facebook <laughs> post with an article, so I'm gonna go out yeah. on a limb and say it's public record. Yeah, one Can of our kids. Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> no, I, 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 I think this is interesting. Yeah, this is uh the story. So let's read it off the internet. So we're yeah. Hold on. So this is recent, like within the last two weeks. Hey, right? let's keep Three last weeks. names out and everything. Let's not. Yeah, we have. I think it's easy to just say we have a a, a, yeah. a kid we grew up with. Well, uh, let, let's let's define that. He grew up peripheral to us. He, we didn't grow up with him. He would come. He was and in hang- our neighborhood. Yeah, and I'm not trying to draw a division because of what's just recently happened. It's just the fact. The fact is, he was a younger kid there that used to want to hang out around us, and it, he had chops to him. And that's one thing I always said. I always said that little fucker can tumble He's and tough. take a hit. Mm-hmm. He's tough. He's resilient. He gets up. He keeps running. He, you know, all that. So that's. I'm like, okay, cool. Come yeah. hang with us. You know, that's, that's fine. And, and he wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, he was, he, I would say he was, you know, in the later years, he would hang around. Mm-hmm. I think our mom watched him with his little sister, right? She yeah. kept kids. So I'm just going to read the, the I'm going to just read the first paragraph. And this is all allegedly because it's from an article. We don't know this to be true. Back in We're, July. Yeah. This, this is July 5th of 2022. A local personal injury attorney was among 21 individuals recently arrested following a sting operation targeting child predators in New Jersey. And then the person we're talking about uh, was one of the 21 arrested as part of Operation Risky Business, an 80s connection, (laughs) a multi-agency. No, that's not in the article. I added that. Uh, A multi-agency undercover operation targeting individuals who allegedly were using social media in an attempt to lure underage girls and boys for sexual activity, according to Mercer County prosecutor and then the prosecutor. So, um, and it's what's, what's odd about this is if you'll recall maybe two, three weeks ago, or recordings ago, we, we were talking we about, hey, we need to find him and bring him, him on. on. Let's yeah. catch up. Let's see what he's been doing. Like. Missed it by that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then this happens, and then Angie sends that mugshot in the article, and I'm I, the first thing I thought is, well, there goes that episode. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hey, imagine if we would have got him on the podcast, and he would have been talking and not and- been online trying to fiddle of whatever we could we could have saved, could have maybe saved him saved I mean, this dude hey this dude has what family kids it's sad you know yeah i mean this yeah, guy's yeah. hey he's a creep probably but well hey hey again we're at allegedly probably right? yeah we're probably, still at yeah. allegedly because um you know we have a mugshot in a news article and and a 
and a quotation in a news article. So I'll, I'm still going to keep it at allegedly for now. Hey, allegedly's all peppered all in the. Look at that the paragraph. Those arrested in the sting allegedly. Yeah. Quote unquote, so typically under- initiated contact based on profiles posted on social media platforms by undercover detectives and agents. Here's what I know. Mm. <laughs> he lives in Georgia and this was a sting out of New Jersey. It's going to be tough to, even if you <laughs> didn't, you, you, sk- you get out of these charges uh, to explain this one away. <laughs> it's just oh, like in New th- Jersey th- for. This is a tough hand on the shoulder moment <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. This- <laughs> This, yeah, this this doesn't brief well, as we say. This guy lives in Nowheresville, Georgia. You know, and he's yeah, fucking fucking around with some covers in New Jersey. Oh well. Anyway, rough angle. I, I, you know, I just thought it was funny. We us three hadn't even mentioned this in the weeks since we found out about it. So that's why I just was like, hey, are we gonna even mention it? You know, and I didn't mean to do it on the podcast. Really, hey, you but. know, they take collect calls in jail. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Let's catch up that way. He, we haven't. I haven't talked, and you haven't. I don't know. When was the last time you've ever spoken to this person? I, I don't. Hey guys, how you doing? I think I was maybe twelve, thirteen. Hey, we could do a skit if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah I, I can't recall. I would have been. I think we were. I mean, I don't know. Twelve or moved 13. out of the. Yeah, I, he was still in the neighborhood when I moved out. So. Seventeen, and he was 16? never a. I, I, to my, I was never like, hey, I'm going to knock on his door and see what he's up to. I, I mean, there was maybe like once again, maybe. Hold on, he had a trampoline too at one point. If you no. recall, he did have a trampoline. No, no, no. no. So, you're usually a kid magnet. Hold on, you're thinking of Robbie who lived there before oh, they did. Right, you're right. Uh, I Robbie. know because I used to jump on that trampoline with Robbie all the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Forgot about Robbie. Good call. Do you think maybe he left the trampoline there and they <laughs> didn't allow him to jump on it, and then we uh, jumped on? You it? know what? That's a I, that I can't weigh in on. I can't remember that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. That's a that's a uh, that's a good call. I forgot all about that guy. Um, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Sad story. Hope it's not true, but it's. But if it is, well, fuck. hey, if if it's true, well, we all face. We all face our uh, our maker one day, don't we? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Okay. Didn't mean to bring the tone down at all. No, let's go back because we were talking about you kind of being, um, we were kind of in that part where we were talking about you, you know, you acknowledging you were a big brother and, you know, looking out for your younger brother, sometimes being a jerk, Mm. totally par for the course, totally makes sense. Do we want to talk about what was your favorite, um, maybe moment of torture you did to me? (laughs) My favorite moment of torture? Because I, um, I can recall a good three. Really? Um, there's the crucifixion. The, <laughs> Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, stop. I'm t- I don't remember the crucifixion. Okay. There <laughs> the is way the- you said it. There's the- yeah. Hold on. Chapter one. <laughs> the, chapter crucifixion. One is the crucifixion. <laughs> you know, there's the, there's the crucifixion. There's the – this used to happen a lot. It would be like, hey, I'm wearing a hoodie. Pull the strings tight. Yeah. Reverse them that- around and tie me to – That was my standard move. Yeah. yeah, that was a standard move. Yeah. And then one another big one under the table. Oh, the crucifixion's under the table. Yeah, we'll. we'll I think, think we'll elaborate. The third one that kind of sticks in my mind is the uh, rainstorm thunderstorm, and I'm tied to the a tree. tree. See, but that wasn't all me. 
That was I, that was probably ring led, but yeah, I le- I'm sh- I'm pretty sure that was all my idea. The game, but the Lord of the Flies moment. No, no, I'll t- I, okay. <laughs> let's address that one first because here's my yeah, memory sure. of that. I remember us all being at Josh's house, like watching TV or something, and I want to say Josh's mom said, "Where's Eric?" And then we went, "Oh, oh yeah." It's like we didn't know you weren't there for some reason. That's how I remember it. Here's my recollection of it. Mm. So I remember we used to play a lot of times, even at dad's house and and mom's house with different volumes of kids. Sometimes just at our house, we'd play like, you would say, hey, I'll tie you up and see if you can get out. Right. That was some, that was a game we played, like tie you up. You would make booby traps, like put a chair at an angle and I'd be tied like a a hog. What's that called? Hog tied, goose tied, something like that. And if I moved, the chair would fall on me. Um, But if I could pretty ingenious stuff, just right. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a game. And I totally was, I was like, Hey, uh, when we, we, sometimes we played it over at the other house with more kids. And it was usually, I, this is me looking back and saying, I liked the attention because I was kind of like, hey, I'm the kid that, you uh, you know, mm. like the big brothers showing off with. Right. So and if you get I out, you're I was the winner. The, the, yeah. And, and I knew I was the group puss. Right. I knew I was. So I'm like, yeah, let's do tie me up. And I think what ended up happening is it kind of turned into a little bit of we're going to tie up and then two or three other people. And it just tied Eric to, so excuse me, I hit the mic, tied Eric to a tree outside in the back of your yard. And it was like, ha, 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 fun and games. But then it rained. Yes, that's how I remember it. Everybody went inside. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. But then I was like, hey, guys, come back. You know, like, and y'all didn't come back. It was probably like a movie, man. Crying for, (laughs) yeah. So that's, that's what I recall. And then Linda, a.k.a. Your mom had to come out and cut me because the knots were too yeah. wet. So, and, so and there's tight. more to the pre-story that I remember there. It was actually a game we were playing of the, like you said, with the kids. But we, you were not the only quote unquote victim of this. You were like, I, you were like w- the last one yep. to go. And the, the game was this: the other kids had to, to had to bind someone to a tree. Like the rope around him, that person had to, then everyone would run and hide. That person had to first get out of the ropes or whatever it was. And then you had to go find and tag someone and then they were it. I think you're right because it was kind of like a a mod version. uh, Like we modded Manhunt or Hide and Seek. Right. Instead of counting, we're going to tie you up. Once you get out, then you go. Right. I, I, I almost. I'm hundred percent aligned with you. And, and then what I th- what I remember happening is it was your turn to be tied up there. Either I did, we all did, whatever, tied you to the tree, we all split to go hide. While we're all out hiding, it starts to cloudy and rain. We run into Josh's house. We're inside Josh's house. Linda says, Where's Eric? That's how I remember it happening. <laughs> Oh shit! We left him outside. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just an afterthought because mm-hmm. it rained quick. It was like you know, summer shower, boom, yeah. rain, thi- and, and probably lightning. some lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was thunder. And you're tied to a tree. Now I'm. <laughs> now it's sinking in. Yeah, responsible parent. Now it's sinking in. <laughs> yeah, bound to a tree, not just tied, bound tightly and wet with wet knots. So yeah. and 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 all you know, if we could, if we had a time machine. I probably was there trying to tie the knots knots extra tight so you couldn't get out. That's probably what I was doing. Probably. Yeah. 
So then, yeah. Okay, no, so there's the that end one. Of the story uh, is I get cut out with yeah, a, a yeah. kitchen knife. So there's that one. Okay, crucifixion. I know exactly what you're talking about. I believe I do now. So this is when rental we're in the house, ri- right? yeah rental house. You had your room. I had my room. If you'll recall, this is actually right when Angie was bornish, somewhere around there. She's a yeah. little early eighties. Yeah, early eighties. You used to come into my room a lot and you used to piss me off. And I used to push you out and, and that kind of stuff. Now, you might not remember this, but you would kind of also taunt me a little bit. You know, you'd be you'd you'd be like the I'm not in your room, putting your foot in the across the door, you know, that kind of stuff. So we would do I, I know we yeah. would do that stuff at different times to each other. Oddly enough, we really didn't do that at our dad's house. No, you probably got the that. cut the shit a lot more of you know. No, no, it's not no? that. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's it was not just a that. different dynamic. Was more people. It's a completely different dynamic. That's a great word right there, and that's why I call it two existences because that's what it was. It was mm-hmm. two different existences, kind of, you know. Um, and, and so anyway, so we're back over at mom's. Uh, you'd come into my room and everything, and I, I remember, I think Jamie was there too. Um. Turned my table over. That's the table we'd try and play Dungeons and Dragons on. I turned that over. It was one of those old 70s, 60s, 70s kind of kitchen tables that was the size of a card table, if you will. Right. Uh, Kind of a faux wood top and these thin black metal legs, you know, with little supports. It may have folded. I don't remember. It might have. I remember turning that over (laughs) and tying your hands and your feet to the to the little part of the metal leg that holds the leg in. So you could tie. Yeah. And then I turned. Joint. Yeah. And then I turned it right back up and you were hovering facing yeah. the ground like that. And then I locked my door. Mm-hmm. We climbed out my window and we left. Yes. And I locked the door. Cause I knew it'd take mom longer to get in there to get you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That was you- being held. Okay. So imagine the, the fun that you're like, you're a little kid, right? So your arms are stretching this way. You can't touch the ground because you're kind of suspended like a, uh, yeah, like a drawn quarter upside yeah. down. So you're kind of sagging. So your pecs are kind of stretching backwards because you're tied. So what little strength you have is to try to keep yourself level. Otherwise, and, and unfortunately for you, Eric, and about another explode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately for you, in about another three years, I would have never thought to do that to you. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It just was right time, right torture. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Okay, so there's there's two. And you know what? I'm really not sorry for that, really. I, I wouldn't do it if I was like three, four, five years older. But at that time, I, I kind of remember thinking, you need this is what you deserve, man. You, this, you brought this on yourself, dude. I, I remember thinking that way, you know? One, I'm, I'm 100%. I, I probably was. I was maybe instigating, getting you in your face. It doesn't, face, it doesn't make stuff. me right, though. It doesn't make me yeah. right. I mean, obviously, I, that, it didn't make me right in doing that. Okay, I'm kind of sorry. I'm kind of sorry. <laughs> We're not I'll looking you, for apologies. I'll give you a half. I'll give you a half. We're just sorry. looking to delve into the, the yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Are, I mean, that's a that's a classic story. I think those are those yeah. are great stories that people can relate to and say, "Hey, I've done something like." What's that. the third one? Uh oh! I thought it was tied to a tree. Right. Crucifixion. Right. And um. Oh, you did the 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 hoodie tire. Oh, the hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie. Tire oh yeah. Thing. That was the kind hoodie. of. A, I mean, and that one worked. So many things. Yeah, that that one worked time, in your right? basement because it was unfinished. So the the studs, right? So if you were leaning up against 
the wall because remember the wall that wall separated the one that was like a bedroom in there that had a yeah had a bed in it at one point. I think that was the room where the the radio uh, prank happened. But so now, now was that did I do the radio prank with Josh? On you guys, that was Big Josh, who was on our show, you and Big Josh pranked yeah. me. Yes, and we Josh. made that. You made that little thing, that little science experiment where you do the wire things, and you, it could transmit to a radio. And then, uh, Mom was in on it. By the way, uh, she kind of yeah. corralled you two to listen to the radio, and then it was m- me and Josh talking through a microphone, so it would broadcast on the radio. How you didn't know it was us, I'll never know. No, I'll tell you how, because yeah. Josh, Big Josh was under the bed right. with the yeah. microphone. The The radio was on top of the bed. I can still see that gold single speaker yeah. tape deck radio. I mean, yeah. it was like, you know, the size of a dictionary and had the thing up and it was it was cracky and staticky. And we were down at your house, Josh, playing whatever outside. And I remember my mom saying, come in, boys, come in. You <laughs> guys got to check this out. Jimmy was just part of the gang because we would have known your voice. I wasn't even expecting. Oh, so right. I wasn't hiding talking on the microphone. No, you were I just was egging it on like, hey, I was this egging. is awesome. This yeah, is great. Okay. And All I right. remember because so Drake must have, he was under the bed and muffling his voice. And it was so funny. I can still remember him saying, and I repeat, I repeat, Josh and Eric have won the Toys R Us shopping spree. <laughs> Josh and, and like, Eric. Just, well, he might have used our first and last names, right? But it was just like the dumbest. Looking back, you're like, what the? What? what? <laughs> you know, it's like, but we were like, uh, we went ape shit. Yeah. I remember looking, you'd be like, what are you going to get? I'm going <laughs> to. We were just going crazy. Let's go now. <laughs> yeah. And we were just like, I mean, we, I remember, I think we were like, we're going to go buy video games. We're going to buy this, that, and the other skateboards, everything we can think of. And, um, oh, I was like ready to jump in the car. And that when the reveal happened, everybody was laughing and we were pissed. Yeah. Very defeated. Yeah. yeah. That was real funny. Yeah. Cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, we saved you. Maybe that's where my love of pranks have come from. You know, I I, I do love a good prank. So yeah, oh, probably yeah. sometimes when you're a good victim of a prank, you appreciate them. We've done some elaborate ones, I think, I over time. Do you remember, Eric, when yeah. me and Rich pranked Freddie when we came home from football practice one night and we went upstairs and we were like whispering into the vents and <laughs> and I think Fred went and got a neighbor. And he got his neighbor was coming with an axe or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure because he was watching us. Yeah, and and me and Rich had come home and we yeah. snuck in without you guys noticing. We came from football practice and we went up because yeah. we were going to go up and take showers. And while we were up there, I don't remember whose idea it was, but we just got the idea to start. Uh, yeah. trying to spook you guys through the vents you were like going Ooh. Yeah, yeah 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 and i guess no one thought well no i might be misremembering this but i think when the reveal was was when the neighbor with the axe was coming over and they were coming up to the bathroom where we were hiding yeah speaking into the vents in in our bathroom you know i think if i remember correctly and, and you know it's so long ago but yeah. Yeah, there was some neighbor adult guy. Yep. I yep. have no idea who they were that came into the house. I don't think they I don't know, maybe they had a stick, a baseball bat, an axe, <laughs> whatever it was, but they came into the house and Freddie was like and they ended up 
either you guys came out and were laughing or they the guy was like oh i see what's happening it, it was, was yeah one of I, those things i don't, right? I don't know because like, we were i was in yeah. the bathroom with rich there and uh yeah but i remember that was a that was a decent one that got the feathers ruffled you know uh <laughs> that, that's that's been a uh, a story at the dinner table for many years and you with the dummy these are all in the 80s too yeah yeah the dummy one we covered yeah we did that's a that's a good one that was a that was a very elaborate hoax um I turned it and that was the beauty of the offices growing up is the offices was almost like this playground where you could, you could just run around and do stuff. I mean, think about it. We were in a group of uh, a series of buildings that were commercial offices, right? There mm-hmm. were two story buildings, one story buildings, various different places everywhere from insurance companies to Planned Parenthood. But every time you had to walk into a new door, when I was running it, in my teens and had some friends helping me all we did was set up pranks on my little brother and each other so <laughs> we would do the dumbest shit like remember those little car uh things you would uh oh god those the three hole punchers right yeah. they would have those in so we would take cups uh, like dixie cups from the bathroom or whatever fill them up with all that that crap we're going to clean it up anyway so all the things in the three hole punch was like glitter or uh, uh confetti confetti perfect yeah. word. and we would tape yes up at the top of the door and then go get pins like a push pins and and dental floss a bathroom had dental floss right and we'd make a trip wire so we'd be inside and the next guy would come into the door trip it confetti fall <laughs> and then you'd mix confetti with the paper dots with uh water in the cup <laughs> Or staples, or we just mix whatever we could and fall on people, and that was like, you know, that was the the joke. We just run around aimlessly pranking people. And there's a so, day yeah, we showed up, and uh, Morrison Snyder had been broken into and vandalized. I think I was I was there for that. Were you there? That was one of the ones I was there for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because so I, I remember that being, being outside a- and it being a big deal that something had, had occurred. Did, and the cops came, right? Yeah, yeah. The, doors, the doors were yeah. open or something. Mm-hmm. I remember being outside of that building. And and it what was fu- I remember this too. Um, Morris showed up, and when um, that's his last name, and when. Uh, these kids came right. These kids would ride their bikes through the office complex and go to that neighborhood. Yeah, which right behind it. He right? was like, he went into fucking John Gotti mode, man. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm <laughs> gonna, you know, yeah. I may be embellishing this in my head a little bit, but right. that's how I remember it. I remember kind of like one of those cops, like kind of holding his arm or whatever. He's, you know, he's like yelling you, at these kids. Like, did you the- feel the excessive force in the air? <laughs> Well, no, I think he was just, he was, his place had just been vandalized. It was a, it was probably the nicest office there. Would you say, Eric? Yeah. I mean, it had the nicest furniture. Remember, remember the it conference had- table when they did that is, isn't that the one that was glass with the, what was, that was his desk. No, that was his desk. It yeah. Was large, like eight uh. by four glass top. How had, pathetic like, is it, Eric, that we're remembering minutia like glass desk in a particular office? I know it's weird, but it's where you were, you know, three days a week. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But no one is going to relate to that, I don't think, because, uh, well, not no one, but I think few would relate to that precise story of like a commercial office cleaning business. And 
You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a lot out there. If you are out there and you were in a commercial cleaning business in the eighties as a kid, contact us. Contact us. Let's fucking and, talk about it. And or, uh, leave us a comment, right? Yeah. Wherever you can. Let us know. Smash that like button. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not on YouTube yet. <laughs> oh, we'll be <laughs> Well, reach out to us on Facebook and tell us all about it. Yeah. Uh, Hit me up at AOL Messenger at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what uh, the thing that's. I mean, we'll get back to you, I promise. But uh, you <laughs> did you steal? Did you steal at the offices? Because I stole like. I mean, like, I five fingered everything. I, I mean, supplies. Condoms. Supplies. Cond- condoms. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, Coke. Coca-Cola, we drink Coca-Cola like it's going out style. Um because they had I, that well that that was they just had a Coke machine there. Yeah, I like a Coke the, machine. I remember yeah. the snack machines. Remember that? Oh, like the snacks the too, yeah. The cardboard, the cardboard things with like the little slit and it was like a box full of candy. Guaranteed I took candy from there. <laughs> Guaranteed. And a, and a little change box, like, you know, you're gonna put court. I was like, fuck that, I'll take that Snickers bar. <laughs> Somebody else will do it. <laughs> I would just take shit all the time. I'd be like, wait, you have an open box, cardboard box full of candy and chips mm-hmm. and you want me to put a couple quarters in here <laughs> nah I, I i see changes in here i'm just gonna some honor system Eric, honor, I recall, honor system <laughs> i recall you knowing you or jimmy i think it was you eric because i was following you around when we were doing uh-huh. it mm-hmm. but you knew which desks had gum oh like yeah you had remember because you oh yeah open that middle drawer you're like this one's always got some funk there it is <laughs> yeah. dude i look through everybody's desk i yeah i constantly i mean i was into stamps at one point so i was just stealing stamps not realizing that they're just posted stamps you know <laughs> i was like stamps. oh this, this yeah i would uh, just take their stamps uh, like, actually money. actually that's stealing currency you know you, oh yeah postage stamps is currency you know wait i allegedly did that Allegedly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if a computer was on, forget about it. I'm a dir, <laughs> dir. <laughs> Somebody got in trouble for that, and it wasn't me. I, it was me. you. I, I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. someone getting in trouble. Now, where did we find? Didn't we find like a Playboy somewhere or a penthouse in an office? Oh, somewhere? I remember there was a hey, there was a book in one of the bathrooms, like the male bathrooms, and uh-huh. it was like a little. Um, you know, just like a reedy book. What is it? Like a little skin book where you're, you know, porn. Oh, what was the penthouse one called? It wasn't like Red Shoe. Di- no, that was a show. On no, skin that was that. a show. This was just a book sitting in on the like underneath the toilet paper under, you know, one of the men's bathroom. I guess these dudes would go in there and smut book or whatever on the shitter <laughs> right. at, 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 at midday at the office. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can still remember tugging on his gonna- pud. Yeah, I'm not going to name names, but there was a there was definitely a, a law office, and there was a lady who had lesbian porn in her desk. Really? And, uh, yeah, VHS. And you know what I used to do? Take that down to Planned Parenthood where they had the VCR player. Look at <laughs> KY. That would wrap one up, baby. <laughs> that was a that was a 15 year old uh, Eric ritual. <laughs> That was living the good life, you know. Holy that was like, holy shit, crap! Awesome. This isn't this isn't soap. This isn't uh, bare knuckles. This is on. <laughs> is it glide? This is, this is making a serial killer. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the good stuff. And then you have to go run back and put it right back in the desk. That was, yeah, that was a fourteen to fifteen year old uh, uh, adventure. Wow. Yeah. No, I I don't remember that level. Of, I just remember there being like a Playboy or a penthouse somewhere. And I want to say it was in one of those side lower buildings because that was your more yeah. blue collar guys. You know where I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some, there was a, yeah. uh, I would say like a, 
<laughs> there was a uh, a place where our older brother. What I want to save some of these stories for, if we ever get Freddie on here and and Rich in a uh, in a brothers episode, we'll uh, we'll probably delve into some more office talk. But I okay. know there was some there was a love palace office for our oldest brother. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking remember the the key? Okay, the keys, the keys on the rope. There were so many keys, dude, and you just knew which key was the right one by touch, and you could just get to it and open a door. Yeah, like that. That was, you know, what it remind when the Matrix came out, like Matrix yeah. Two, and that old yeah. dude with the keys. I was, I was like, yeah. that's what I was like at the offices, dude. And I would, <laughs> and you'd, yeah, if you were in charge of the keys, you'd usually they were on like a little like stretchy cable, just maybe like three inches of stretch you know you put them in i'd put them in my like uh them waistband and then it'd be like i knew exactly which key to put in put it back i mean and it would just kind of that 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 duty would shift every once in a while like so you'd always know the keys to get into all these places yeah there was probably 50 keys on that ring yeah there was a lot there was a lot front doors we had a couple codes we had to memorize yep and we and we set the alarm off a couple of times, quite a few yeah. times. I remember cops coming every once in a while because of false alarms. Yeah, the scariest now because mm. I was always scared to go by myself. I, even as like a, like even when I was, I think I quit doing that place when I was twenty one. Like I left. I said I'm done. I'm moving mm-hmm. on. Never going to do these again. Um, and maybe twenty one. Yeah. Uh, but like even like eighteen, nineteen, like being there late at night. And there was one time in that same office that got broken into, uh, the windows were open in the back. And it's just like that scary feeling of like, oh, shit. You know, you stopped was, and you're like, oh. and I'm by myself. And I just turn around and I just walked to as far as I could back. I was like, I'm getting out of here. I don't know if anybody's in here. And I uh, and I, I did. I called the cops. I was just like called whatever number. I don't were, even know if it's not. Were you talking real fast? Yeah. I was like, just somebody send somebody out here. I think I, I think there's maybe a break in. I don't know. Where are you? I, I'm, at, I'm at this place. Just come at the offices. I'm at the offices. The offices. <laughs> come quick. No, but that was uh, that was spooky, dude. Because it was like when you're by yourself out there at yeah. night. Yeah, that was spooky. Yeah, I used to do them a lot by my by myself. Like I, after delivering pizzas on a, on a Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, I would go do the garbages after yeah, delivering pizzas. When, like I did that as well, right? Yeah. Like the whole com- dude. I'll tell you, there was a time that where I did the whole place by my fucking self. Oh, I have too. Everything, and uh, I would get out of there. Yeah. I had man, I would get out of there in like three hours. Three hours by yourself to do every single office, garbage, uh, bathrooms, vacuum. It's because you have a system. You have a system, and you just go through a system. That's all you're doing. And and it's like, holy crap, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. But, man, I would just pump through that by myself, and I'd be like, man, I can't believe I just did that. Well, hold on. on. Three hours and six minutes if you're going to rub one out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that was hey, that was some of that extra sacred time, right? Um, but yeah, I would do that, and then some I would just skip. Like I'd look down, I'd be like, I'm gonna that's shoe clean. vacuum, shoe, yeah. shoe vacuum. I would just drag my feet, and make a couple marks. <laughs> yeah, we all knew that on. trick. Yeah, I drag my feet and move on. That was that was like as long as you make something look like it. And Worst the- vacuum to vacuum with. <laughs> we used to have these really kind of like commercial vacuums. Yep. They were like name it. Called it the log. I don't. It was the Electrolux, like the Electrolux, or something. Yeah, like the D two, yeah. the D two, yeah, the D two, and it was really heavy, and it was mm-hmm. just yeah. Ugh. And then we got those maroon and light cream colored lighter ones, and that was the jam. You could just they were lightweight. Yeah, they weren't 
they weren't like you know the oryx and those really high class we had a whole vocation we learned man totally i was thinking about this um as we first started talking on like what are we going to ask jimmy i mean when we were kicking this off is in in my head if you okay so you went a military route right Mm -hmm. um i always thought you were an artist Growing up, right? Well, I always, I always loved watching. You know, like you could draw. That was something I was envious. Like you could just draw really well. And I was like, damn it, that's. I always tried to draw your characters like hmm. you drew them because you had these little cartoon guys like with like Ninjo. Yeah, and the, like the the, mm-hmm. the the like Eddie Murphy character with a vampire face. I would copy that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just different little dudes. Uh, remember Miami, uh, Miami Mice? We kind of saw that T-shirt. I remember you used to draw that really well. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So I always wondered, like, okay, it's the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. We're growing up. It's kind of you. It, 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 have you ever thought about if I didn't do the military, what would you have done? Or what did you want? What were your childhood dreams of being something? Like, what was it? Well, you were a kid in the 80s yeah. growing up. You obviously diverted to the military for some reason. But what would you have wanted to do? So when I was a kid, I wanted to be special forces. <clears throat> so, and that was totally off Rambo and the likes of movies like, uh, you know, Commando, Commando, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> of course, our grandfather was in the military. Um, I did, wasn't looking at it as a military lineage thing at all. That never entered my mind, really, like carrying on a tradition of because mil- you find that in the military sometimes. You'll see family members that are. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so it wasn't that. Um, but when I was younger, I always wanted to be special forces, something like that. <clears throat> not even knowing what I really was saying as a kid, obviously. I mean, I, I didn't have uh, like an uncle or a father who was special forces where I could learn from that. It was all purely from like movies and TV and everything. But um, <clears throat> Rich used to say he was going to be an Air Force pilot. And I used to say I was going to go in the Army. And... Uh, I mean, just at different times when we were younger. And then that kind of faded away. Like I would say, I don't know, high school, you know, that faded away. And it came back when I was uh, attracted to languages. And um, I was in Spanish class. I think it was like Spanish three or something like that. And this guy came in to talk to our class and he was in class B uniform. He was in the army. He had blouse boots, airborne, that kind of stuff. I mean, I didn't understand all that then, but I can describe it now what he was. And I was just listening to him talking about going to California to a language school and, and his full-time job was to learn a foreign language. And, and, you know, he's, he's right there in the Monterey Bay or he, he said in Cal on California and the Bay is where your school is. And I'd always thought when I like, I'd love to go to the West coast, you know, I'm from the East coast, you know, I just have never went past Texas when I was a kid and everything, you know? So all that kind of stuff building up. Um, I decided to join the air force first. I don't know if you know this. Do you know this? Mm -mm. Yeah. So I was going to join the air force and I was probably, or I was talking about joining the air force and I was probably 17 ish somewhere around there. And, uh, dad took me to a recruiter, you know, and I wanted to be able to go to this language school that I heard about. And I thought of the Air Force because our grandfather was in the Army Air Corps, Air Force, his whole career. So 
I just said Air Force. Not even thinking about wanting to be Special Forces when I was a kid. Army didn't come first in my mind. Uh, Air Force was for some reason. So <clears throat> I took the D-Lab test, which is the test that te- scores you on how well you can learn a foreign language. Thought I failed that. I thought that was that was the hardest test I ever took in my life. It was, it was about a made up language. What it is now, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know what they do now. This was in like 89, 90 when I took it. <clears throat> and uh, so I got notified that I passed it. But the Air Force recruiter said, but we don't have a slot for that. So we're going to let's do a blank contract. And uh, when that comes open, we'll annex you in to that to that school and i was like even at my age then i was kind of like it doesn't smell right you know i'm kind of like wait a minute so if i remember the chain of events correctly i told dad dad called grandfather this is you know grandfather was still around this time you know right right and i think grandfather called that station because because he retired like in the seventies or something, he he was he was thirty three years. So yeah, that's it's not like you don't have any connections after thirty three years, you know. <clears throat> so so anyway, I I'm pretty sure that's the chain of events. That's a story I've always told because that's how I believe it happened. Because I got a phone call from the recruiter telling me that that's not how they do it, and he apologized to me. So I was like, it's cool, but I'm not interested now. So I wrote it off. I wrote the military off of my mind there. Fast forward. I'm now delivering pizzas, doing the offices. I've already graduated high school. I've gone to Georgia State for a semester or two. I know college isn't for me. I couldn't stand it. Um, had a lot of ideas, entrepreneurial ideas. <clears throat> Always been that way. And uh, an event happened at the house, and uh, I had – I threatened to leave. I was going to move in with my then girlfriend that got quelled. And, uh, shortly after that, I just on a whim said, I'm going to go check out about that language school again. And I decided to go to an army recruiter. I want to go to the school. I want to go to, I want to go learn a foreign language. I want to, I already speak Spanish kind of, I can read and write it. I'm decent there. So I want to learn it. I wanted Korean. So they found out that I'd already took the D lab. They checked their systems. They're like, okay, cool. I was an easy sell for them. I already been through the hard part going through that test and weeding that out. So, um, they basically said, the guy said to me, how would you like to be an interrogator? And I was like, sure. I'm 19. (laughs) Yeah. This dude in a uniform asked me if I want to be an interrogator. I went. Let me tell you about the time I crucified my brother. Yes, yes. Hey, it's, actually, it's actually clicking now. Yeah, I'm like I've been training for this shit my whole life. No, yeah. but um, he's like, okay, cool. So uh, at that time, you had to go to language school before you became an interrogator. I think they've changed it since. I don't even think they call it interrogator anymore. Um. So. Yeah, so I was that day. I got airborne in the contract, got language of choice in that contract, and uh, signed that contract. Came home, had to go deliver pizzas. Grandma, grandma was there. She says, "Hey, Jimmy, how you doing?" I said, "I joined the army," and she goes, "Oh, that's great." She's very pro military. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm delivering pizzas. <laughs> Dad, Linda, come in. 
what did you do? <laughs> I joined the army. <laughs> I leave in May. <laughs> this was like February or January. <laughs> so yeah, that that's how I joined the army and that's why I chose the army and that's why I went to language schools because I wanted to be to learn a foreign language. That's the whole reason I joined the army. It I mean it sounds like you had you know, some sort of hankering, what you said is special forces, just that kind of guided you to that. Because mm-hmm. I always thought, I mean, that's just something, you know, and I don't, I don't remember us ever sitting down. We used to talk, I remember what we used to do is we would talk about like comic book ideas. Mm-hmm. I always felt like you had this creative streak in you that I don't know. It just, it, I don't know. It just, I, you drew, I remember you drew well. I was like, I wonder if he ever really wanted to be an artist or something like that. Uh, you know, it's just kind of, I, I don't, know if I ever wanted to be an artist. I know I used to like to draw. I know I was pretty decent at it. I did a couple of art projects in school and one of them I maintained and I had given to Gabby and she had for a long time. It it was a big face. It looked like Humphrey Bogart's face. It was a shading. You remember that drawing I did? Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. And uh, well, I am creative all the time though. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I, I do believe that about myself. I am creative all the time, and I use, I've used that to my benefit in every job I've done. Uh, sometimes it gets me in trouble. A lot of times it makes me successful. Did I tell you guys about the time where I had the um, tobacco? I mean, you guys were there. Do you guys remember that when I had the tobacco? Oh, when you got sick, right? Didn't you yeah, get sick on it? You, yeah. You, yeah, so I got beech nut tobacco, right? <laughs> got a hold of that, yeah, that wintergreen, and I decided I was going to be a badass, right? I'm gonna. That's the chew- stuff that's in the Big League Chew pouch, but not yeah. Big League Chew. It's yeah, right. it's, it's not. It's dip is ground up, right? Yeah. It's the strand. Chew is so yeah. so. It's, it's like, like a leaves. little packet, and if you'll remember, it was Predator? an Indian on it, and it, no, one it, was green and one was red, right? Uh, no, which what, what's the brand? I just said it. Beach, beach nut. nut. Oh, I said beach nut. Okay, no, I don't think beach nut had the Indian on it. Oh no, that was uh, the Indian uh, was was it called Red Man Tobacco? Uh, yes, I believe so. I bet and you that. I bet you that one's gone away, hasn't it? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they make that anymore. <laughs> no, let's see. Yeah, it was like a pouch, right? So yeah, a little pouch. One was red with like a the almost looked like a rising sun. And exactly, exactly. That was the beat. Okay, so you get it. Too much, too much nuance. So I decide I'm going to chew tobacco. Now, if I remember correctly, our dad has chewed, 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 whatever the past tense is, chewed, chewed <laughs> tobacco, like way, way back, like gray house. Way back, somewhere back there. I seem to remember. Uh, yeah, I just remember him smoking. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, I've no. seen, I remember seeing the pouch, and then I would get oh. Big League Chew, and it'd be like, a ha-ha, I'm doing tobacco oh. too, to kind gotcha. of thing. Yeah, yeah, as a little kid. Right. So I got a hold of the this beech nut tobacco, and I'm out there. Didn't tell any of you guys about it, and I decide I'm going to put some in. And I got it in there, and I can remember the feeling. I kind of get a little sick in the throat thinking about it, but I can remember the feeling of realizing I have not spit. Like, <laughs> like aren't I supposed to spit? <laughs> and that's when I started getting queasy. And do you guys, you guys remember? I fell out of the, I <laughs> fell from the platform that I was on onto the ground. You had but, a nicotine rush, probably. Right? That's probably, what, and I think I threw up. I, yeah, I recall um, some yeah. throw up. Yeah, I think I threw up, uh, and then I was, uh, yeah, I think I was out of commission for a day for that. And I want to say you had braces, and you're picking that shit out of your teeth. That you know, I, I probably like, did. You, you, yeah, I'm pretty sure you had braces. I just remember, yeah, you fell out of the tree, <laughs> and we were like, "What the?" F-? 
picking shit out and yeah you were just dazed which mm-hmm. either dazed like you maybe hit your head or dazed because a nicotine you know the nicotine buzz will yeah. make you kind yes. of woozy right not woozy but dizzy sure and sure i've always heard that um chewing tobacco and, and snuff or whatever they call it is like way more powerful than a, smoking a cigarette and i, I assume that i was swallowing my spit yeah you probably were Ooh. yeah it'll make you really sick yeah, people that do it often though, they won't spit. Really, they, they they're used to it. They just swallow it. Well, yeah, oh. I've no, I've known a lot of guys who dip in the military. You know, all the time. It, and you can't be it. spitting everywhere. Yeah, they'll be in a building with a fat jaw, and you're like, "What do you do? Well, swallow the, that shit. well, the truth is, a lot of them carried a little Coke bottle. You know, did that all the time. Uh, some unlucky souls picked it up thinking it was Coke and drink it. And that guy, I've, 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 I saw a chick. Do I've done that it. Oh. I've done it. I've done it. We were at a was it we your at a own bar. spit or someone else? Somebody else. Yeah. That and it makes all. Yeah. Like it my makes mind all would be the gross. difference. <laughs> yeah. Mine would be gross, but I just spit it out. Wouldn't bother me that much. <laughs> we were oh sitting God, at a table, so and we were all drinking just with bucket of beers or whatever, right? You know, and they bring them in the bucket, and yeah. So it's Brad across the table, and he's one of those guys that could. Uh, he's got an empty beer bottle. He's spitting in in one, and he's drinking a full one out of another. One. He can eat and, and drink with a dip in. Never, never phases him. And uh, and so at, he fills one of those spitters up, and he just sets it on the table, and it looks it's and it's kind of in the middle, and all the empties are going around the bucket. You know, the cold ones are still in the bucket, and I I set my beer down that's still got beer in it. Turn around, bullshit or whatever. Turn back around, grab that beer, and turn it up, and it's ninety eight point six degree body fluid mixed with fucking. <laughs> For all you know, <laughs> yeah, right. it's just the warmest. I mean, the minute it hits your tongue, you're like, oh. now you know you knew exactly what Stifler felt like, <laughs> <Yes>. didn't you? <laughs> That's a good place to end it. Thank you so much for listening today to our crazy, fearless leader Jimmy and his comrades. Uh, hey, before you go, please check out our merch store and our Patreon and our show notes. We are crowdfunded and so appreciate your support. Uh, hey, same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for listening to Dancing With Ourselves, a totally rad 80s podcast.